Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Michael Zizis, Head of Public Policy and Municipal Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the intersection between U.S. public policy and financial markets. It's Wednesday, November 6th at 9 a.m. Eastern. We're one year out from the 2020 U.S. election, and one thing's become clear for investors. You need to start planning for it today. That's why we just published an early guide to the 2020 election, a collaborative effort with 20 Morgan Stanley research teams that covers election outcome scenarios, resulting policy paths, and the markets and sectors that are exposed to each outcome. Let's start the 2020 conversation today with a reality check about why you need a plan. On election night, the futures market sold off substantially, but only for a few hours. Over the next year, the S&P 500 returned about 37% as the administration presided over a legislative agenda of tax cuts and deficit expansion. While the medium-term effects of that agenda are far from settled, the point is this. Reality eventually beats perception in markets. So for 2020, you can't just assume the winning candidate's promises become law. You have to game out what a president can get done, given the potential makeup of Congress. We call these plausible policy paths. They're useful in separating out myth from reality in terms of the risks and benefits facing macro markets and equity sectors from different election outcomes. We'll be talking a lot about this in the coming months, but here's an example to get started. In our client survey, investors express a greater concern with the Democrat winning the White House. Medicare for All continues to animate this view. But in our view, even if the Democrats win the White House and gain control of the Senate, they'd likely do so by taking seats with moderates in states like Maine, North Carolina, and Colorado. So the question for investors wouldn't be, does the president support Medicare for all, but rather what form of healthcare reform can get votes from both a senator from deep blue Vermont and one from a red-leaning state such as Arizona? In our view, the answer is likely something meaningfully less ambitious than Medicare for all. This is why in our framework, we expect positive pressure on health insurers in the democratic wave scenario. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.